0: This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Patman, a.k.a. Minister Anderson. That's right. From the Bay to L.A. and beyond, ain't nothing changing. Oh, well, actually, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's changing. As it should, as it should. Let me tell you how much it's changing. If you're hip... If you're listening for the first time, hope it's not your last time, uh, because I got a lot to talk about. Been through a lot, so you get to talk about a lot. That's right. Um, Got my financial award letter, so I'm enrolled now in De Anza College, which is bananas and awesome feel like Rodney Dangerfield out there, Rodney Dangerfield, um, yeah, so now I'm just looking for housing, student housing, regular housing, etc., uh, etc., et it looks like I've been offered a direct loan as well, huh, I have to ask my brother about that, righty then, <clears throat> ministering. What is ministering? I, I, I'm I, going to share with you what I think ministering is. Ministering is talking, philosophizing. Um, some minister, minister via the Bible. Some don't even use a Bible. There's one minister I know. He, this guy doesn't use a Bible. And it dawned on me. I was like, wait a minute. He's, this guy's got like, Three services, and I've never, never heard them say, Hey, everybody turn to the Bible, to chapter, to John chapter 13. This guy doesn't even have a Bible. What kind of nonsense is that? FYI, people, you're in a place and you want to call it religious or whatever you want to call it, and they ain't preaching from no Bible, you should question what book are they preaching from? Um, I'm sure your guess will be as good as mine Turns out this guy didn't have a book at all He didn't have a book at all He had a lot of books that he had written But I wasn't interested in reading any of them But I am going to read What am I going to read? I'm going to read the... uh, (laughs) It's called the Moon Omens. So, every... Every so often... There's a lady I follow. Not Est, I follow Esther Hicks, but this is... Esther... um, Esther Omens. And she... Okay, yeah. So, yesterday was the anniversary. A five-year anniversary of being... uh, Ordained. As... um, ordained minister i'm i'm still not even sure what that means that's why i I don't go around sharing with people that i am an ordained minister um i i believe i'm a believer that it's all in the doing it's all in the action of doing versus um not doing and a lot of talking a lot of talking not one for all the dicky talk so these podcasts are actually gonna um I'm going to, you know, make them shorter and, and now we're going to get into, basically I'm just going to be doing what I've been doing, you know, just talking, whatever pops in my head that I want to talk about, that I'm observing, I'm just going to talk about it. Um, and now, you know, I'm a minister. Hey, if you, you got, you need some prayer, i I'll pray. I'll pray for you. I pray for everybody anyway. I always pray to my ancestors and pray for the dead and pray for myself. And there is neuroscience, neuroscientists. that says, you know, um, hearing the person's voice, soft voice when you're praying is like the best thing ever. And in hospitals, um, he's recommending that video conferences is the way it is the way is the way to go uh he has research on it that shows that yeah that doing that allows you to allows a person they they plug them up to a few gadgets to see what their uh brain waves were feeding back when it came to prayer and it says like the person was getting worse. You know, the person sitting there praying for him, the healer, the one that was praying was actually getting worse. So what they're saying is, uh, you know, a warm voice, calmness, chill, all the stuff that we've always known. All the yelling and screaming doesn't work. Doesn't work. I never. I've always been turned off by the whole yelling and screaming. Uh, what they call preaching in church. I, I didn't get it. I just didn't get it. And the best way to, um, the best way for me to disconnect, start yelling, start screaming and yelling. I just disconnect. I just totally shut off. I, I don't, I'm not even paying attention anymore. Not even paying attention. So, uh, on that note, June 13th was yesterday. Today is the 14th. Uh, I follow Moon Omens. Moon Omens on Instagram. It's Esther T. Moon Omens. And she just always has something really awesome to post when it comes to the new moon, the full moon, the power moon, the moon I'm staring at right now in yoga pants. I'm lying. (laughs) There's a moon in yoga pants, so I'm not staring at it. Just... I have to ask some of my some of my uh lady friends when women wear yoga pants that are accentuating their body uh obviously their shape do they know what they're doing they know what they're doing right i i, I just got to know i just got to know it's it's a little distracting for me but you know it's not like i'm you know Hey girl, you know, let's go back to the house, go back to the crib. You know that that's not me, but I can't imagine how the younger guys are responding to, uh, you know, the accentuating body. Anyway, stay in focus. I'm gonna read the uh, June 13th moon omens from Esther T. Moon Omens, <laughs> uh, which just totally resonated with my day. I hadn't realized it had been five years. Um, I did the whole undercover thing because as I mentioned, I don't want people, uh, uh, you know, making a big deal of it. Um, I don't have a church. I think church is in the heart. Churches can be anywhere. Uh, My ideal church would be in a park, you know, in a circle, in a gathering for about 15, 20 minutes talking about stuff like what i'm talking about now which i'm about to share with you here we go the way you allowed others to treat you in the past is no longer going to work at this point of your journey let it be known that your boundaries are alive and well don't hesitate to remind those who like to conveniently forget The right ones, and I underline the right ones, will appreciate your light in its entirety. Uh, The wrong ones will only want small fragments of it. Be firm when standing up for your worth. The universe designed you to be strong enough to make the hard choices that your soul needs in the long run. Determining who has access to your energy and who doesn't is where your real power lies. You are a gift that isn't meant to be opened by everyone. Say one last goodbye to the old you and get ready to introduce yourself to the world. The days of settling for less are officially behind you. And so it really is. I added the so and so it really is. Um and so it really is I'm going to back up to uh, and and there's the sermon right there that's a lot to go on I mean that's a lot to to just digest and go and move forward for me it works for me so that's yo I'm saying goodbye to the old me the old me is bullet points yo bullet points so I'm just moving forward in a new light um I allowed a lot of people, a lot of people in my past to treat me and talk to me, you know, in, in certain kind of ways where, where uh, I, I just shouldn't have. And, but you know, never again, like here's the thing, <laughs> show your ass with me once <laughs> that is it. That's done. Like it's a wrap. I'll never mess with you ever again. So, you know, on that note, for those, I never understood why girls talk so loud. I think I've talked about that before. I don't think they know that they're so loud. This girl's like at least, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50 feet away from me. And it's just them two. And she's, I can hear her all over the park. Whatever. Let's go back to that part. Uh, be firm when standing up for your worth. When I think about that, that sentence within itself. And I reflect on a lady I started following on YouTube. Uh, she's a human resource and hiring manager. And she gives some really great, great, insightful information. Stuff that I've known. But then I'm, I, I reflect back to my past. I go, yeah, you know, that's... And what she was saying was that, you know, when it comes to who you are and your worth and standing up for yourself, you know, employers have a certain employers have rights and employees have rights. But a lot of employees don't know that they have these rights. Say, for instance, your boss comes in uh, to a meeting, a Monday meeting, and the first thing he says is, you know, oh, by the way, nobody's getting a raise. Don't ask for it. And if you don't like it, there's the door. True words. True words came from one of my bosses in the past. I'm not going to call this guy boss. He was not my boss. I never called him boss either. Uh, My supervisor. And here's a here's a bad part about it. The human resources person was in the room when he said it. And I just looked at her like, you're not going to you're just going to let this guy just, you know, say stuff like this. You can't you can't say that to people. You can't say that to your employees. Now, if you want loyal employees and you want people to stay, you know, and, and help you run this business, you can't talk to people like that. So that's just one instance of, of things that, um, you know, I've been going through in my past when it comes to your you know standing up for my worth. And excuse me, here's the other thing. Was I underpaid? Everyone was underpaid. If you worked in California for the past 20 years and you had a decent, all right, great job. um, There's some statistics and analytics that says that most of us were underpaid. Know how much we were underpaid? $7,500 a year. Because every year you have an opportunity to, when you have that renewal, that sit down with your boss, you have a, t- a chance to express yourself and see what's working and what's not working. And if it's not working, it may be time for you to exit and have that conversation. Um, it's not, you know, employment is, you know, they can fire you and let you go anytime for no reason. Those are some of the clauses. I think those should change. I think it should change big time. Uh, Because it's a win-win situation. You know, employees, employees. Hey, look, without employees, you don't have an organization. You may have an organization, but that's all you got is an organization. If you don't have employees, which a lot of companies, that's what they're dealing with right now. They got big business, no workers, and nobody wants to come. And can you blame them? When you think about management, management, the whole Uh, A lot of responsibility, a lot of managers, supervisors. You know, I'm talking about something that happened, you know, five, six years ago. And I imagine a lot of these people are taking emotional, emotional, intelligent courses. They're available on LinkedIn because a lot of those bullet points just sheds the light on, you know, emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is something that I've been using and a lot of people use, but don't, there was no name for it. It's just, you can call it common sense because everybody knows sense isn't common. And, but you know, there's some things that you have to follow. And I'm gonna go over some of that stuff later on, on a different podcast about, uh, looking for work and, and advocating for employees versus employers. Uh, determining who has access to your energy and who doesn't is where your real power lies. Oh, I resonate with that. I gave away so much of my power over the past six years or so. And I was sort of aware of it. uh, But the, I don't know, there was, it was a confidence issue because You know, there's no way I would have, I felt like I was in a desperate situation. I I really was. Truth be told, I was. I couldn't find work. Um, I took on a job at a place I became a member at. You know, I became a member first. And then, you know, I saw that they needed the work or somebody in the facility management position. And then they lowballed me on paying me. And the worst thing you can do is take on the job uh, where someone lowballs you. No respect, no nothing. Everything that goes with that, I'm going to talk about that in another podcast as well. But the worst thing you can do is not stand up for what your pay scale is. And as much experience as I have, I mean, 25 years worth of uh, experience in in an industry that's going nowhere, no time soon, which is facility management. Come on, yo. You know, I've had over 50 to 100 interviews, possibly more uh, online processes, you know, stupid stuff that they make you do. In addition to filling out applications, so dumb, so outdated, uh, ridiculous. And I plan on changing a lot of that. I'm changing a lot of that if I have anything to do with it. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Another point I want to back up on that moon omens let it be known that your boundaries are alive and well don't hesitate to remind those who like to conveniently forget I have a friend who reaches out into my past and brings up stuff that's just not one it's not relevant and it's not true and I decided I'm just not even going to interact with this person anymore like even when I'm Even if I'm hanging out with him, I'm just not going to interact on that level because, you know, I've gotten a few guys. This guy has thrown a few blows at me, you know, over the years. And I don't know if it's jealousy. I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. And um, so things like that, you got to have boundaries and you got to, you know, just be. I used to be really, really. I used to be really firm firm and dealing with people when it came to I don't care if it was a girlfriend if it was friends I was really firm with people I didn't deal with people nonsense and when I moved to LA you know just kind of being there by myself and not having a whole lot of cluster or group of friends I can interact with all the time you know I was I was I was just dealing with people's crap but those days are over over you got to set those boundaries let them know they're alive and well let it be known. This is your life. Um, you may get a chance at another life. Who knows? Uh, I believe in um, reincarnation. I believe we're constantly reincarnating. Um, the universe is constantly learning about itself. We are part of the universe. We are connected. Uh, we are interconnected. We're interwoven. That's why I, I don't understand racism. I don't understand hate. I don't understand Asian hate. I don't understand Black Lives Matter. I don't understand any of that. Um, I, but I, I have a few answers for, for people. If in California, I'm going to say it's impossible to hate against Asians because Asians are everywhere. Asians are everywhere. <laughs> Northern California, they are. I know that fact. I know that for a fact. Um, Cal Berkeley, uh, most of my, uh, uh, I, I want to say medical practitioners are um, Asian. I don't have a problem with that. I don't see why anybody else would. But, you know, this, this thing of, of saying that, and there is some neuroscience that talks about that. Just saying the word hate, you know, it. It takes energy away from you, it takes it, it, it nullifies your, 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 your energy. So one, we got to we got to all these these phrases, you know, Asian hate. Come on, yo. Come on. Come on. Come on. No, nobody's nobody's hating. These are these these it's possible that these can be isolated incidents. But I'm on my bike, as I say, all the time. I'm interacting with people all the time. Um there's some mentally disturbed people, but like I said they they spread, they share, they they move around a lot. It's not like I've I've been back in the Bay Area for a whole year. It's not like I go looking for it, but I'm looking around and I don't see people acting hateful towards each other at all. Um I see a lot of Black Lives uh, Matters posters in people's houses, on their lawns, uh, you know, in different businesses. Um, I'm a Black life, I guess. Uh, it matters. So, <laughs> if if uh, you know someone sees my LinkedIn profile, you know, maybe I should just put that out there. Hey, my Black life matter. I need I need a place to stay in um, an a awesome place to stay, not just a place to stay a very awesome up-to-date modern place to stay so you know is it is it all in their head no nah, no nah, I'm sure there's some disliking and some uh, messed up energy out there but it's, it's not everybody it's not even nearly everybody um, I don't know what it is I I would I really would like to have some folks on my podcast to talk about it you know I put it out there I've invited people and like oh I don't I don't know I don't know All timid about being on the podcast come on so yeah uh, I'm gonna throw that invitation out there again if you are of the Asian community Pacific Islanders uh Hey, let's, let's get on the show, get on the show so we can talk about it. So, we can, so we can really lay some things down and, uh, you know, be done with this, uh, just be done with it, you know, and, and my advice to everybody, whether you're black, white, orange, yellow, purple, green, uh, you know, uh, I don't care what ethnicity you are. Um, you're a human being for one starts with him being human being for one. but here's the other thing. Make some friends, make new friends, make friends that are not of your own ethnicity. I can't tell you that I've seen a lot of Asian people walking with black people or black people sitting with Asian people. I, I don't see that at all. I don't, i I've, I've I don't see it. I just don't see it, and I don't see uh, vice versa. I, I don't. I just. I just do not see it enough, people. Um, and that goes with everybody. I just don't see a lot of mixing of cultures when it comes to um, like regular life. You know, regular life is in the park. Walking, Hanging out with friends. People are starting to hang out more. But they're hanging out with their same clique. Their same group of friends that they haven't seen in a whole year. Um, And I'm like, yo, throw some more kinds of friends in that culture. You know, if you call yourself cultured, uh, make friends of different cultures. You know, call them up. You know, go on on Facebook and call them up. Um, You know, say, hey, I don't have enough black friends, you want to be my friend, want to hang out once a week, you know, have some coffee, sit down, talk about life, and uh, I think it'll all go away. Uh, As far as black lives matters, I don't even know where to start with that, but black lives should matter all over the place. Um, I've often heard people say things about gentrification and, you know, White people moving into the neighborhood. Well, when black people was there, I mean, how how was it? Uh, was it great or was it was it terrible? No, it was terrible. <laughs> but now you know the, the black people either moved out or they're dead. <laughs> they're either because and there's a lot. There's unfortunately there's a lot of um, there's a lot of African American men who who are who are dead because of. Uh, you know, all the culture cultural uh what do you call it? Genocide? I call it genocide. Black on black crimes is genocide. That's a mental illness, man. And I don't care how many excuses people throw out there about why it is, but it is. And it needs it should stop. It should have stopped fifty years ago. It should've stopped a hundred years ago. It shouldn't have never even started. Don't get me started. Um, so, well, I went over longer than I should have. And, uh, I guess that's all right for the intelligent human voice podcast network. I hope you got something out of this. If not, well, listen the next time a podcast, maybe you'll get something in, uh, by the way, we're on seven different platforms on anchor on Spotify, on Google podcasts, Apple podcasts. um, there's over 200 something episodes. If you want to hear some of the stuff I did last year on the fly um, doing COVID, I encourage you to listen to it. Don't hold me to anything. You know, I'm 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 one with the universe. So I just hit the record button and start, you know, whatever happens, whatever comes out, comes out. That's it. So that's what's up. Hey, for the Intelligent Human Voice podcast, I hope you have a beautiful day, a beautiful life and um, eat more fruits and vegetables. Eat more fruits and vegetables. That's what I got from my, my, uh, my doctor today. She's like, yeah, uh, I know you haven't been cooking because you haven't you know, been in your own place. But you, uh, I would stay away from the processed foods. I said, yeah, I get it. I get it. So uh, eat more fruits and vegetables. I got I got a big thing of cherries from... Berkeley Bowl. I love Berkeley Bowl. They got more fruits and vegetables than I've ever seen in one store. Got some uh, celery sticks. Should have got some hummus for that celery. Maybe I'll go to Trader Joe's, and get some hummus. Um, got some plums. Got some Esther C, Efferson's uh, electrolyte, uh, vitamin packs. I like to put that in my water when I'm rolling. You know, after a while, water just ain't gonna get it. Just ain't gonna cut it, man. Gotta get them electrolytes back in your system. Uh, I'm gonna push it again. I finally I saw the last episode of The Last Dance, highlighting Michael Jordan and the awesome uh, Bulls. One of the best documentaries I've ever seen in my life, in my time. Maybe because you know it resonates with you know my time. I I was right there, I was junior high high, uh, junior high uh, elementary and Michael Jordan was coming on the scene and he's he dominated the scene for God knows how long amazing, amazing so if you get a chance check out the uh, Last Dance on Netflix you won't be disappointed Um, I don't think so, you don't have to be like Mike but why not? Mike, Mike did it all and his man, his ethic, his, his work. I'm inspired. I'm inspired. Always have been. All right. For the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. Peace.